What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, and welcome to TV on Blast. special end of the year TV on Blast Awards edition. Stop saying that now. That sounded like Jurassic Park. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Or well, season's greetings, if you prefer. I'm Gaz. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. And this is the wrap-up of the year in Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's so much in store that is going to walk you through the past year in Big Brothers that we cover. That's basically Australia, Canada and US. I don't know what's coming up because Gaz has basically written produced and is now directing this episode of TV on Blast so I'm him I literally just turned up because I've had a very busy day (laughs) (laughs) ruining the mood already I do want to give a shout out to Alfie Sheldon who executive produced this episode of TV on Blast he's a co-producer and has been consulted on the awards and the nominees because we all know that Alfie's memory for stuff that happened in Big Brothers is far better than both of ours combined (laughs) <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> so, what do you want to do before we go into it? Do you want to go into the wars? Do you want to have a chat? Do you want to have a catch up? Uh, what do you think? Let's have a little catch up because once we get rolling, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Oh my god! Okay. How are you feeling about Christmas in lockdown, Lindsay? Um, not that great. My mum was meant to be coming. She's not coming. I'm working on Christmas Eve. Um, why couldn't yeah. you take Because. I just started my new job, didn't I? And I've not got much holiday. Oh, you're surely allowed to take a day off if you want to, aren't you? No, because I only had two days left, two days holiday to take. My God. I know. So, yeah, I'm not feeling that great about it. How about you? Um, okay. <laughs> I think my family were more upset about it than anything else. My auntie was yeah. upset that I wasn't coming home for Christmas because I haven't seen my cousins and my auntie and uncle since literally last Christmas. So. Did she um, understand, though? It's not your fault. Yeah, of course, but I think she was alluding to maybe I could, like, come on the day the announcement came. Like, she said, unless you come tonight, mm. I'm not going to pack a bag and come tonight. I'm no, like, look at that. There's people who did. But I understand, you know, those people that did that, I do get it. If you're alone and you don't want to be by yourself for Christmas or you have a relative that's alone, you don't want them to be alone, you would probably travel. I don't know. It's quite dangerous. Well, I don't judge either way. Do what you want to do. I'm not controversial, Lewis. Do what you think is best. It's not up to me what you do. The thing is, if the government gave longer time before locking down, people wouldn't have crammed onto the train. If they give a couple of days, it would have been safer for people to get out. The way they did it was so stupid. It was really annoying. And oh, yeah, because our American listeners probably don't know. They're probably allowed to just run around willy nilly at a rave. Literally, Boris Johnson came on and was like, Christmas is cancelled. You can go. Was it like you can go for one day, but if you're in London, you ain't allowed. 
basically, if you're in a different tier to us, if you're in tier three, or if you're in any other tier apart from the one that we're in, in London and South Wales and the southeast of England, you can go to see your family for one day only. Whereas before, I think it was a five day window of mixing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We like a bit of indoor mixing, don't we? <laughs> What we're all about on BBL. <laughs> I miss you, I guess. I haven't seen you in ages. Sad. I know. I miss you too. It's definitely more fun to do podcasts next to one another than it is say. on Skype. We're on Skype today, and this is going to be on YouTube for you to watch if you want to see our faces. Well, the and people are watching it, they're going to know that already. Oh, if they're listening. Yeah, if they're listening on Spotify, they could watch it on Skype. And also, what I forgot to mention is this is going to be like the first ever interactive episode of BB on Blast. So basically, we're going to go through these awards. Lindsay and I are going to talk about. Lindsay doesn't know what these. I don't. I don't know thing at all. So we're going to talk about the nominees, which will basically be our walk down memory lane for Big Brother of the last year, and then we'll decide a winner amongst ourselves. But you guys can vote on Twitter for your winners on a thread that I'm going to make, which is going to take me ages. It's going to be epic. So (laughs) wait for three people to. Yeah, for three people to vote. So you better go to at BB on Blast on Twitter and have your say who you want to win the BB on Blast awards. And you know, we can decide, but ultimately you decide. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got Marcus in to do that bit. I mean, he's probably not busy. <laughs> busy than I remembered what situation we were in. But did, you, have- did you did you see Rylan was on Louis Theray? I've not listened to it yet. I'm saving it for Christmas. So Lindsay talk, yeah, Lindsay tweeted about it, I think. Did you put it in the in our group chat as well? I think so. Yeah, Louis Theroux's interviewed Ryland. I actually went to listen to it and I've listened to most of it. And it's actually oh, yeah. a really good interview with Ryland. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more about um uh, don't tell me. Uh, tell them if you want. Oh. Basically, no, listen, it's not gonna spoil you, but basically there's quite a lot of insight into Celebrity Big Brother. Oh. His time on Celebrity Big Brother. He even says how much he got paid for Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, really? Go on. Which he said he's never said before. I think he said it was a hundred grand. Oh, nice. I think that's what he said. Um, and obviously, Ryland's very passionate about reality TV, and he actually hosted like a panel show, which Louis Threw mentioned for the Royal Television Society um, from his home, and it was like producers of reality TV talking about why we like reality TV. Hmm three wanting to like know what Ryland's thoughts were because Ryland was asking the questions mm-hmm. so it's nice to hear someone that's passionate about Big Brother and reality TV as mm. well thinking about it mm. so the three through is actually a closet Big Brother fan is it? I'm not surprised I'm not at all surprised oh that's my ghost drink it's like a pregnant pause there <laughs> my earrings they're very woodsy <laughs> <laughs> they're what? award show earring yeah what's a pregnant pause it's just a, a long pause like nine months worth <laughs> <laughs> well, nine months of big brother to talk about so <laughs> um have you got anything else you want to talk about before we go to the awards anything you've heard on the podcast of late that you want to tell me about any gossip um oh, i don't know if it's talk about johnny depp or not no, I'm not going to go into it. I'll just say very briefly, do not say anything negative about Johnny Depp on Twitter or you will be fucking annihilated. That's it. <laughs> not by, I think Johnny Depp is a fucking cunt, but if you say that, they're going to dig you out. Don't fucking go on Twitter with your real name on there and say that shit. Don't say you ain't been warned. Do you want to briefly talk about what happened with um, 
Yeah. What is Doxin, by the way? Were they do- what does Doxin mean? They posted Jack's. Where, where Jack works. Is that, is that what doc, defined Doxin? Yeah, Thanks. yeah. And it's also like a pile on. So I did one post about Lorraine. Lorraine Kelly mentioned something about Johnny Depp, saying, <laughs> oh, we won't, we won't be able to see him in the cinema anytime soon. Yeah, too right we fucking right, won't, because he got done on 12 counts of being a wife beater. Um, and then I posted that, and then I got fucking absolutely rinsed. People told me I made up my experience of being... Uh, of experiencing domestic violence then one guy said oh I was just a witness to domestic violence I didn't actually experience it myself which was which was really not really compassionate really loving vicariously through your family members (laughs) yeah and that had had like no effect on me as a child at all um then yeah because Jack because Jack stepped in they fucking posted his work address because he's stupidly got his full name on there Although I've got my full name on there too because I've got my book on there. But then they started adding Jack's work, going, oh, look what he's saying. And oh, oh, the only thing Jack had said was, I said, I think it will all burn. And then someone said to Jack, what do you think about her saying that? And Jack said, oh, like the match for her. Like the what? I'll light the match for her because yeah. I said, I hope they all burn. And then they were like, he's threatening to kill us and like messaging his work. It's like, oh. Maybe they like missed it. It's like, um, someone going to the diary room and saying that they've been affected or upset was it Joel in the diary room they are like Roxanne Pallet they fucking are oh yeah and then I said something about Johnny Depp smelling of fag ash and then they said I was being homophobic (laughs) it's like oh come on somebody who claimed to be in Britain didn't know what the term fag meant in Britain yeah which by the way means cigarette if you don't know if you are it means cigarette so um, and you might know that Lindsay and I are very good friends, and I happen to be gay. <laughs> so, right, so not possible. <laughs> you don't have Some of my friends are black, also. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm done with Johnny Depp now. Let him carry on about his own stinky ways. But it does annoy me that advert being on TV all the time, and it does actually trigger me. So I think they ever buy Dior again. If you listen, if you watch TV on Blah, I don't care what you think about Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, fine, whatever. I don't. Do not buy that perfume ever if you support BB on Blast. That's my message to you. Thank you. I'm quite surprised they still have him in their campaign, to be honest with you. But they also spent money. <laughs> and also, all these fucking little twats buying it. So, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Shall we go into our first award? Or have you got anything Big Brother related you want to talk about? Um, I know that. Oh, have you got anything about Memphis and Christmas? Do you know about that? Of course I have. Okay, no worries. Right, without further ado, and I know uh, you've got a lot that, of you know. That is further ado. <laughs> is the Queen coming? Right, that'll do. Well, I'm trying, I'm working on it. Um, my <laughs> award is for the Blow Up of the Year Award. Let's go into it. Oh, I was, my mind was going somewhere else then. Oops. <laughs> uh, okay, so the nominees in this category are Christmas versus Day and Bay, Nicole versus Janelle. <laughs> that was pathetic. Uh, Jamar, sorry, versus Carol. <laughs> And Angela 
versus Casey? Well, it's not. There's not even a question, is there? <laughs> Do you want some? I've got actually some audio clips lined up from some of these conflicts. Yeah. Going first for Christmas and Day versus Day and Bay from BB22. Yeah. Okay. This is seamless. I feel like you should have played the audio after you said the person's name. Okay, I'll do that next time. Yeah. She was talking to you in a moment of we're having a conversation because we talk about stuff. You exposed the conversation that you guys had because I needed to put her up on the phone because of what she said. You want to talk about personal game information? So oh, her personal information, I've never told anybody. Vault, I swear. Personal game information is if I trust you and I say you hate Christmas, I want to put Ian on the block and you have a house. Uh, Ian, just an example. I, did, I don't want to put you up. And you put me in HOH. And then you say, you told me you wanted to put Ian on the block. Oh, that's why I'm putting you on the block. That's called game. No, Christmas. She and there needs to be you. information. But there needs to be an established understanding Christmas of flow of information. Right, let's, have a, let's jump to a bit where Bailey gets involved. Uh, well, I was going to say, that's a, like the tamest part of the conversation, but you've got to have the personal game. What happened? I don't know. She's up to argue. Me? Why? And I said, I think she's doing okay. Right. Okay. I believe you, but However, the fact that I opened up to you on a personal, real-life level and you chose to come after me, that is still something that people can be upset about. And I can get my feelings I about understand that. that. I literally did nothing to that girl. Sorry, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get that, but I don't know how long it is. No, we don't need it. Wasn't it from upstairs? Yeah. I think you should go in the HOH No, absolutely not. I live here too. I can go wherever the fuck I want. Jesus. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, we don't need to listen to understand. <laughs> so, I'm going to work our way through these to work out what was the, the row, blow up of the year. We ain't got to listen to all four of them, have we? No, I'm not going to listen to all of them. Oh, good. <laughs> a reminder, Christmas versus Bay and Day, BB22. Mm -hmm. Paul versus Janelle, do you want to talk through that? No, uh, no, it was absolutely pathetic and I was quite disappointed in Janelle, I must say. <laughs> Yo, stop. There you go, that's what happened there. That was to do with it, wasn't it? A have not. Nicole yeah. made. And then she went, oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> it was uh, tragic. Probably the most, well, one of the most sort of impactful ones out of those three was probably Jamar versus Carol. Do you remember, do you remember about that? Do you remember I, I, rem I remember Carol was being uh, 
mildly racist, to put it yes. uh, delicately. What did she say something about him shooting someone? Or was, was that someone else said that? No, I think the conversation was that Carol Some, said... Someone if, said that about him. If Jamar went to where she lived, the police would follow him around. Right. Street, I think. And he was like, well, why was that? Why do you say that? Hmm. Um, and we never really, I don't think, saw the fallout because it's what got Jamar evicted. <laughs> I know. I remember Arissa going, oh, a lot happened tonight. Yeah. But we ain't going to bother showing you any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about Angela versus Casey? That's a good one. Oh, go on, do your Casey impression. Uh, turn over a new life. That's your impression. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. I feel like you commandeered it. Maybe. Um, I want to actually go to a clip of the audio from that because that was oh, on. the eviction room where Angela tried to pull up everyone's game. Any audio that should be People good. People have turned and have played their game. So tonight, if I was sitting on the other couch, I would not save Casey tonight only because she's safe. Screw you, man. I can't be so to rude. play the game. That's but so rude. That is so I'm rude. How dare you. you say I haven't earned my place here? I'm just How saying I'm you. not attacking that you. That is so rude. That's so rude. So of the game is between the three of us, he has played the game more than you. And so have I. That's it. It's just bold us to say that I'm playing it safe when... <laughs> I'm not. I'm doing it my way. And I have my place. And I haven't been evicted. You have. Just calm down. We're talking. It's not a boxing match, okay? (laughs) Yes, I talk game. I just don't talk with her because I don't trust her. I know who I can go and talk to. If I want to talk about a tan, I know I'll come to you. (laughs) That was good. That was a good line. Bulldust. I'll come to you. So, Lindsay, in your opinion, who should be the winner of this category? There's not even an opinion in it. And if the poll says otherwise, it's Christmas versus Day and Bay. That was an actual real argument. <laughs> right? It's a real argument. More about people's feelings than the game, I would say. It was about personal game information. What was it? Can you remember? I can't. But, it, but no. It was basically Bailey trusted Christmas and shouldn't have. Oh, yeah, because Christmas said... Oh, one of them said they were each other's final tools. Like that, wasn't it? Okay. It gets lost in the midst of time, but <laughs> whichever way you look at it, Christmas is an absolute bitch. <laughs> I mean, Christmas is cancelled this year in more ways than one. That she's, joke's old. She's what, sorry? Cancelled. <laughs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on from both of the year, we're giving that one to Christmas. What do you think? Um, I have got soft spot for Angela. I knew you'd say that, but that's not blow up of the year. <laughs> that's just a skirmish. Right, blow up of the year was the mm. three uh, between Christmas Day and Day, if we're looking mm. at volatility and raw emotion. Um, okay, so from that, from the highs of that, let's. Mm. Down to the lowest lows of the most forgettable housemate of the year. Oh, God. I won't even remember. Go on. And the nominees are <laughs> Angie from BB Can 8. Good Lindsay's eyes. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Angie was the person who was shown to, I think, sleep a lot in her BB. Was she older? No, like middle aged. She was black. No, 
<laughs> she was I'm, a bit older, wasn't she? I don't think she was older. I think she was more like 30s, no? That is older in Big Brother. I suppose. If you showed me a picture of her, I wouldn't be able to pick her out anyway. Honestly, I can't think of a single thing she did. She's um, gone so far. <laughs> same series, Nico. From BB Can 8. Wow, wasn't he the guy who said he wanted to leave? Yeah, he said. I know, that was memorable because he wanted to leave. And then he was like, you know, what you talking about it? <laughs> um, Keisha from BB22. Uh, she's memorable from her own season. <laughs> I think Toby totally forgot she was in the house at one point, if I remember. Yeah, about she was shit this season, that's for sure. Uh, I've written down the name Daniel. Oh, from BB Australia. Damn. He wasn't forgettable. He was the main character. Oh. With the big nose. I don't mean Dan. Who do you mean? The guy with the patterned shirts. This Shane. could be this could be correct because we've forgotten his name. Shane. Shane. Oh, I need to like Shane a little bit. I liked him. I don't know why I wrote Daniel though. That was a mistake. Um, and then also from Big Brother Australia, Danny. Who? Danny. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She didn't actually say anything, but I remember what she looked like. She had, had a fear of bubbles, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, nice one. She wouldn't have done well in BB2 UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious it's Angie, as I can't even remember what she looked like. And uh, um, BB Canada 8 only lasted about two weeks, didn't it? Yeah, true. Well, you remember <laughs> because you're self-evicted. I think, um, yeah, it is definitely Angie. Angie, sorry, we didn't, we barely knew you. We didn't. We just <laughs> the Expedia Lounge, chilling the whole time. We didn't know what you were about. <laughs> she spoke, she... Um, to Carol about what she'd said about Jamada was problematic. And I think that was the only thing she actually did. Oh, she did? I think she did. Oh, okay. Well, good for you, Angie. Well done, Angie. Anyway, moving <laughs> on to our third award of the evening. And mm. the award is going to be quite emotional, so have your tissue. Mm. It's the biggest tearjerker of the war. Oh, award. God. Now, the first one is actually quite sad. It was when Cody's granddad died. <laughs> yeah. So I can almost guarantee you it's not going to be what we vote to win. <laughs> that was not sad for me in any way, shape or form. I think for me, like, I felt sorry for him in the fact that he was stuck inside the Big Brother house and couldn't kind of go to fun funerals, etc. Mm, he can dry his tears on his 50,000, no, 500,000 pounds. No, it is sad. Of course it's sad. I'm not that callous, but come on. Not like his sister died or something. No, I think the granddad was ill. Or poorly died. Anyway, another tragic loss was Patricia. Ian Spider in Big Brother Australia. Oh, yeah. That was an emotional moment. Yeah, that was, that I cared about more. It was more, it was more moving. <laughs> yeah. I think Patricia was killed by Big Brother. Don't you forget, transporting it to the house. <laughs> Sorry, Tr Patricia, I didn't mean to uh, misgender you. Now, Alfie told me you. that you claimed Big Brother killed Ian's fish, not Patricia's spider. Oh, it apparently he remembers that from the podcast earlier in the year. I think Alfie's remembered that wrong, to be honest. Although I do trust his memory more than mine. I'd say so. <laughs> um, and then this actually is probably quite an emotional one. It was when Sheldon and Brooke left the Big Brother Canada house last and sobbed all their way out. I personally think 
when Big Brother 8 got cancelled was sadder than that. Okay. Then, then them actually leave it. Then when they told them it's cancelled, that was sadder to me. Yeah. Them leaving last, it was a little self-indulgent in a way, wasn't it? They were trying to make a showmance that wasn't there. And then the last uh, nominee in this category is when Christmas betrayed Memphis by not picking his animation <laughs> in that game, <laughs> fighting game competition. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best one. That, that <laughs> he's going to watch this back and he's going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> he watched it back and he didn't mind. <laughs> and that, that's a tough category. Who do you think, <laughs> what do you think should win out of that? Um, um, I don't know, actually. I, I think uh, Chris was not picking members in that competition. I do. <laughs> Spider dying was quite emotional. Yeah, that was actually more moving. I didn't know someone could be so attached to a spider. No. <laughs> You're scared of spiders, aren't you? Yeah, they really mm. don't. Especially of that size. Ew, gross. We watched Home Alone the other day. Do you like Home Alone? Yeah. There's a scene where the tarantula gets put on the burglar's face and I just can't, can't deal with it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So who's the winner? You saying Christmas? Uh, yeah. What are you? What do you think? Now, really, it should be Patricia, shouldn't it? Really, it should be what? Patricia. I was just being facetious. Right. I'm going to make a little note of who's the, who are the winners on my oh. notes here because I might want to refer back to this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Christmas. Christmas. Date. Um, Angie, and then Patricia. Mhm. Now, next award is for the biggest bitch. Of 2020. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> the first nominee is Talia from Big Brother Australia. Oh, that's a good one. The second is Danny from BB22. Oh, that's a good one too. The third one is Auntie Garth from Big Brother Australia. <laughs> he wishes. And the last one is Tyler from BB22. <laughs> Why is he a bitch? Because Tyler came out to up to Bailey and Davon and said, you yeah. know, I don't want to leave this game because oh. you want to do something bigger than me. Oh, um, I really care. I just stand in the way of that. Yeah. However, production had a conversation and now I've decided to stay and forget. Yeah. You're right. That was the biggest bitch move. Tyler. Any other discussion on the other bitches in the camp? Yeah, Talia was. She was a good one. She was like a high school bully. <laughs> that was good. When they painted her as kind of the ringleader around the pool and she had the bikini on and then oh. someone came in and Rom like pushed her from her perch, wasn't it? Was it um It was that girl with the big lips, Hannah was it? It was Hannah, yeah. And uh, didn't she say something about her wearing a bathing suit or so or I couldn't pull that off or some shit like that. Yeah. But then when she came in, she's like, Oh, I don't like her straight away. It was just she's a pure cunt. I think did they not say they'd met in auditions? Hannah was no, like, that was that her. was that little person and her. Not little person, short person. <laughs> Sarah. Oh. Um, but Danny is a good one. She, well, she's just got bad genes. She's got evil in her genes. Yeah, evil dick. Okay, this brings me on to something that I was watching earlier. So I was doing some research for the show and I was looking at some clips, back over some clips. Mm. 
and a clip came up from the Big Brother Universe channel, which is kind of a Endemol's clip channel on YouTube, oh. where all the international clips. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, and they had a clip there from... Make a note of that. Way back. And it was Evil Dick burning that girl <laughs> with a cigarette. Jen. It's her name, Ren. Jen. Jen. Ren. She, she, like, breaks all of the cigarettes up, and she already knew that if she did so, she would face consequences. So she bagged up all of her clothes to try and hide them from him. And that resulted in an argument in the garden he was smoking and she was trying to he was blowing the smoke in her face she was trying to grab the cigarette and he definitely pointed that cigarette at her it will burn on her palm i know i what saw was, it like a couple of weeks ago what were the consequences of that did he get evicted for that no <laughs> he, oh. spoiler alert he won that season <laughs> oh he didn't was that his first time in the house yeah <laughs> i did not know he was a winner yeah <laughs> did the people in the house vote for him to win that's crazy uh, partly because there was america's player that season who had to do what we told him to do and it was this guy eric and he because the public liked dick they sort of got eric to help dick do you know what i mean okay like strategically like eric said i would have gone after dick every single week but he couldn't so he was sort of turning the house towards dick rather than against him if you know what i mean could America's player not win? Uh, he could win, but he just had to do what America said every week. That's interesting that he didn't win, even though he was like... you think that sort of twist would enable someone to win, actually? No, because he was pissing everyone off because he was voting against his alliance and shit like that. <laughs> anyway, I just couldn't believe that someone had been allowed to get away with physical harm. Bad, isn't it? Yeah. They were different times, Gaz. They were. <laughs> How about Auntie Garth as the biggest bitch category? What did you think about him being in there? <laughs> um, yeah, he wishes he could win this category, but he can't even win that. <laughs> T-shirts are still available, probably at a discounted price now on his website. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, another thing about Evil Dick, which was relevant to BB UK as well, he used to spit in the back garden all the time. Isn't that gross? What, like on the floor? Yeah. It, like the... It was covered in spit, the back garden. And I remember being that in the UK, and it's just the most vile thing. He's kind of uh, one of those people that seems quite dirty. Yeah. Uh, so from the biggest bitch, we move on to the nice guy of the year awards. Now, I know oh, you, I know you like... real nice guy or fake nice guy? Real nice guy. Okay. Um, so the nominees in this category are Hera from BB Can 8. Who? Hera. Oh, oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Pete. Who is the word you're looking for? Kaysa, BB22. Matt from Broken Hill. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and Ian Terry from BB22. Aww. Do you know what? I listened to this podcast with Ian Terry on. It was six hours long. Like one of ours. Yeah, it was that Dom and Colin who I don't like, but the podcast is actually interesting. He went through every point of the game of what he was doing, which looked like fuck all, admittedly. Yeah. Uh, and I think was fuck all, but he is actually a really nice person. Did he give um, me a shout out? What? Did he give me a shout out? Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying that week when there was the wall yeller and 
he accidentally, I can't remember which way around it was, but he accidentally called Bailey Davon or he called Davon Bailey. He said oh. that week he just wanted, he wanted to go home so bad. He said he was so miserable in there. He said yeah. it was just awful. He apologised for that on Twitter after he came yeah. out. He said it was just an awful experience being in the house. And he said what they said about him with his autism, he said he's just like used to people just taking the piss out of him for that and stuff. It was just horrible. Poor guy. He's so a winner. He doesn't sound like he enjoyed the second time around, which is something that you've, we've heard before from people. Like yeah. Him. You shouldn't treat a winner like that. It's not on. Mm. Um, okay, so who's the nicest? Hmm. Kira. Kira did seem very nice, but I feel like we didn't get to know him well enough. No, I think that I thought he was too dull for the house when he was in there originally, but I think mm. a lot of love for him within the house and on the show as well, actually. He was a nice guy. K- now, Kaysa is nice, but he can rub people the wrong way as well. Yeah. Cody didn't like him. No, but it felt like he was going into the Big Brother house again as a representative for the issues. Remember, mm. he didn't want to see the world burn. He wanted to save the, what was it, the BB? Not like me, with those Johnny Depp fans. <laughs> world, was it? Or the BB? <laughs> it's not that, I can't, no, that's the YouTube channel. What did he say? <laughs> Um, something. What? He used to talk about the BB. Oh the BB. yeah, the BB uh, Global or something. Yeah, what was it? Forgotten. But he an agenda to talk about politics and promote kind of understanding. I thought, which I really appreciate being in that mm. show. Mm. Spoke about racism and did he speak about religion? Sure. Yes. Yeah, he, they always have a segment about him praying and stuff like that. It's standard. <laughs> um, Matt from oh, Brighton. Uh, uh, why is he on this list? Because I knew you'd like to lay into him on it. I, I don't even want to give him the time of day. Die. <laughs> Die. Fuck that guy. Who went in here? Oh, Chad. Chad. <laughs> I'm going to say Kaysa, just for old time's sake. I would agree that Kaysa takes mm. I don't know why I'm saying Kaysa like Cody. I've started saying it like Cody. Kaysa. It's because I've had too many glasses of wine. Are you Are you even drinking? Or I'm just drinking on my own. Yeah. It's just oh, the, yeah. What is that? Invisible. It is slow gin and tonic. Ooh. Festive. Hmm. Um, the next category is the best dodo moment. <laughs> and the nominees are Cody thinks a Texan is an animal. That was good. That was good. From BB22. From BB Australia, Sarah has enjoys a wonderful Suarez. <laughs> From BB Can 8, Chris doesn't recognise his own mum. <laughs> Shout out. And from BB22, Julie accidentally raises Kaiser's hopes and thinks he's been voted, but making him think he's <laughs> the house. I came up with all of. No. Alfie helped me with that one quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no fucking way did you remember all those. Uh, it's got to be Chris not recognising his own mum, right? <laughs> uh, I, do you know what I've, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later but let's just oh. yeah. even 8 had such a lot of potential it's a shame it really did 
It's ah, oh, Chris was such a good character. Sheldon was a good character. A good, good character. Who? Yes, I forgot about her. Jim, Jim, I mean, he'd gone, but it was such a good, was such a good potential, and it all just ah, so um, annoying. We didn't even get to see Marsha. Well, Marsha's been going downhill for a while now. <laughs> I really hope they bring like a couple of people back. For me, I say bring back Sheldon, bring back Chris. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs> uh, I'd rather have Min Lee and Jamal come back as a yeah. Bring, actually, bring back all four of those. Yeah. They're all good TV. I don't want Brooke back though. No, nah, fuck, nah, fuck her. Arissa, come on, sort this out. <laughs> uh, okay, so the winner of that category is Chris not recognizing his own mom. Uh, yeah, uh, Wendy's. Uh, I want to watch that again. That was just fucking so. That was the best thing that happened all year, actually. <laughs> the year. <laughs> that was so fucking good. Okay, yeah. the next category is. The Outstanding Contribution of Food and Drink Award. Oh, my God. It's got to be sponsored by Wendy's. <laughs> Why not? Sponsored by Wendy's. Um, <laughs> now, food always is a source of drama in the Big Brother house. So it had to get an honourable mention. So the, the nominees in this category are the Seafood Strat Chat from Big Brother Australia. Okay. Oh, remember. yeah. Where they got Angie drunk. Mm-hmm. That was uh, inappropriate. Sheldon invites Maddie for Wendy's in the HOH room from BB Can 8. Oh, I just had to think <laughs> who Maddie was. <laughs> you can remember being better than me. <laughs> and then the tea drama green tea ordered on the shopping list instead of black tea in Big Brother Australia. Mm-hmm. I remember that well. Disgust. Do you remember the seafood strap chat? Yeah, they were getting Angie pissed and trying to pretend they're in an alliance with her, and then they put her up. Well, Angie actually kind of played that situation to her own advantage, I think. So Matt, Matt and Dan had won the box task. I think it was the box task, where they were in the cardboard boxes. Is that a Santa? It's Santa, <laughs> what? Whereas it looks kind of perverse. It looks like a butt plug. It does. A very small one, though. <laughs> <laughs> for your prudish friend. <laughs> who just loves the festive season <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah so Dan and Matt I think had won the box, box task and they won the right to have the seafood um, feast and they invited oh, they, they must have been glad it wasn't a fucking KFC isn't it? But, yeah definitely <laughs> there was so much KFC in that series <laughs> but actually sort of tried to turn it around to be like okay we can now they think I'm working with them and we can play this to our advantage which she then went back to Marissa to get her involved, but Marissa wasn't having it. I forgot about Marissa too. <laughs> um, Sheldon inviting Maddie for, for Wendy's. What do you remember about that? Literally nothing. <laughs> I'm struggling too. Like I remembered someone inviting someone for Wendy's strategically. And I think that Sheldon actually might have nominated her afterwards, but I'm not entirely sure. I think he did. And it was like, well, why did you bother? You've got the Lauren Harry's Big Brother Eye. I have. The Gary got this to me. It's very cute. It's nice. Um, I'm so then... bored by what you're saying, just showing off my face. <laughs> now, this is really good, guys. I'm impressed with your, your research. And the tea drama, which speaks for the itself. It's tea drama. 
What did what did that girl actually say? I've forgotten who it was now. Who was it? It was Zoe, who you've got an impression of. Oh, it's Zoe. Oh god. What did she say? She sounded nasal, didn't she? Oh, it's like, oh, I did oh, what does it matter? Everyone likes green tea anyway. <laughs> really? like that. Same thing, isn't it? I can't I've lost my Zoe. I barely had it to begin with and now it's definitely gone. Your Just song. like my Sam impression, it's gone. Uh, no, your Sam impression very much is still there. Oh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Only your Anne Widdicombe Yoda impression and, of course, our Andrew impression <laughs> remains. Hell's coming. There's a whole list of those. If you want a, a big Ego Blast quote book, just get in touch with Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the tea, not ordering the tea, was obviously to undermine Angela's authority in that house. I would like to know what Zoe has to say about that retrospectively, actually, to see... Was it a conscious play, or did she really not know what she was doing? Oh, what do you fucking think? <laughs> <laughs> the tea drama takes that category. Uh-huh. Okay, the next category is Showman's of the Year. Oh. And the nominees are from BB Can 8, Min Lee and Jamar. I forgot that they were showmancing. I wonder if that lasted in the outside world. Absolutely. No, it's kind of borderline showmans. Um, that was Chad, just a bunk up, a bunk up, I think. Chad and Sophie from BBC. Oh, didn't they fall out as well? I yeah, th- there was some argument about him winning or something. Uh, um, that was a, sh- a shitty showman. And then Christmas and Memphis. I mean, that's the only one that's still going. <laughs> I don't think Christmas and Memphis. Let's come on, let's talk seriously here. Actually, quite a good match. <laughs> Actually, I haven't thought about it, but yeah, they probably are. Like, who else would go out with either of them? Like, you wouldn't be fucking seen dead, would you? So, I think they belong together. Also, we saw Memphis's nudes recently, and that was absolutely disgusting. Why he even took them and thought to send them, I don't know. <laughs> Did he have a little dick? I can't remember now. Oh, I wouldn't say it was anything to send to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think Christmas will be, you know, wearing the trousers in that relationship. Oh, absolutely. Actually, they're quite a bland pair. Mm. They're both volatile. I think they're going to have like some more DV charges coming up. Osti- oh, no. Domestic, Domestic violence. violence. <laughs> Same thing. I can imagine having a vicious row. Matt, perhaps there's a reality show on the way. Oh, God, hell no. I want to see Janelle and Casey's reality show of, I don't know, wife swapping or something like that. Yeah, that moving, in with, moving in with each other. <laughs> Bring back wife swap. That's what I say. Um, they, they should, actually. That would be good. Chad and Sophie, by the way, no longer together because Sophie lives in New Z- um, Holland, doesn't she? Oh, and Chad, you know, he's an international model, jet-setting around the world. Yeah. Um, did they not agree to share the prize money? Was that why they fell out? Yeah, that's why they fell out. I think he just was like, nah, like like we know so well from Big Brother's past. <laughs> share the prize money. It never goes well. <laughs> you know what? Who, which, maybe we shouldn't say, because I know some people are still watching on season. Was it, one. Well, yeah, was it with Faye and Aaron mm. and all that? Yeah. Yeah, it was those, that lot, wasn't it? <laughs> For me, it's Min Lee and Jamar because they were so kind of like um, 
tension, there was sexual tension between them. They seemed to kind of hate each other, but they definitely mm. hated each other in the house. And that was fun to watch for me. It was like a school, a playground romance, wasn't it? Pulling yeah. each other's hair. Yeah, and also uh, we shouldn't be doing this, but actually I'm doing it well aware that it's good TV. Yeah. They, they, they were like, you want good TV? They give it to us. So who are you giving it to? Minley and Jamar, Chad and Sophie or Christmas in Memphis? Christmas in Memphis. <laughs> Um, well the others are all broken up oh because they're still together we're talking about longevity yeah. here we didn't even know there were showmance during the show I just think they're a good match <laughs> a match made in hell I'll concede and I'll begrudgingly give it to you <laughs> uh, you'll like this category Lindsay it's the hunk of the year award oh I was hoping there was going to be one of these I know who it is already I've already got my answer <laughs> Okay. Don't need to read them out. I think you know. I think I know who you think it is. However, I think that I've put a curveball in here. You've forgotten that you liked. Oh, go on. The first one is obvious. Sheldon from BB Can Eight, and that's who you think you want to win right now. Yeah, you're correct. You're reading my mind. Wait till you hear the rest of the nominees. Oh. Second nominee is Daniel Gorringe from BB Australia. Dan from. Ah, fuck off! It's like a. Pelican. If you're into the no- noses, he's your man. The fuck is into noses? <laughs> <laughs> Kayser from BB22. Well, in season six, maybe. Now you're fond of a young Kayser. I know, but he, he, to, to be honest, he still does look good, but I wish he'd shave his head. That okay. sort of bare hair is not, not doing it for me. The last one is the curveball, I think. Mm. I think it was Xavier from Big Brother Australia. Oh, hmm, hmm. In there. Sorry. I'm surprised Chad wasn't in there from BB Australia. Yeah, I put Dan in as a curveball. Yeah, I would have preferred Chad in there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Xavier. Mm, you hmm. like the didn't you? I like his style. But I don't fancy him. He's too mm, feminine. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Sheldon. I, I stick with Sheldon, but second would have been Chad. <laughs> and third, well, no, first would have been season six, Hazer, but, you know, his time's we, been and gone. We're all getting, well, we're none of us getting any younger. Well, I got ID'd in Tesco this week, and then right. someone else recently said to me uh, that, that she thought I was in my early 30s. Wow. Well, no, you're doing well. Thanks. <laughs> no, the cat wants to go out now. Uh, do you want to let the cat out? Yeah, but I'm just going to put this hit. Can you see anything? <laughs> no, you can just see the award show background. Oh, all worlds just turned out, but it will be off camera. So this is the weirdest thing. Skype, Skype seems to detect a face, and when Lindsay moves, it knows that Orwell has a face. Oh my gosh, she's going for a wee now too. Bloody hell. Okay. I am hoping that later in the show a few exclusives come through. So prepare for disappointment because I'm teasing them now. But hopefully we're going to have a couple of guests on later. Probably in recorded message form. But we shall wait and see. And we've also got contributions from Laurie and Rowan 
and the email inbox to come as well. And I've got a few emails. Don't forget, I'm going to be doing the Twitter polls after the show. By the time you listen to this, they're going to be live. You can listen to this on YouTube and on Spotify. Go and vote. Have your say on the awards. These are just our opinions. You might have a different opinion. Let us know in the comments if you think they're a whole crock of shit. Say, tell us who we've forgotten about. And also direct your complaints to Alfie Sheldon, who very graciously and kindly offered his catalogue of Big Brother knowledge on the phone with me for about an hour today. I'm sorry, Lindsay, you're back. I'm back. Sorry, the cat's not even going out after The cat's what? He's not even bothering to go out after Not bothering to go out, did you say? No, no, it's another door's open that's cold. Super cool. It's so weird move it, it just identifies all well as another face but i think you might just think that it's maybe hair <laughs> oh god feathers not hair <laughs> and the way i was telling them to go and vote on the polls oh yeah but i don't think people are going to be happy with that xavier thing i know rowan likes chad rowan likes chad yeah um years, and it might be premature but anyway we're used to blowing our load too soon on bb on plus uh <laughs> yourself <laughs> it's the winner of the year award oh oh who's the best out of the people who won well the nom- nominees are chad mm. from big brother australia mm. cody calafuri from bb22 Savon mm. rogers from bb22 and right. kieran from big brother australia do you get who? Get why they're all winners? Kieran from Big Brother Australia. What did he win? Oh, the red button. He took the money and left the white room. So in a way, I'm counting him as a part, partly a winner because he took money away. Okay, it's Dave on then. He's <laughs> America's favourite house. <laughs> yeah. Cody is obviously voted for by the house, by the jury, and Chad is voted for by the public in Big Brother Australia. I've got a bit of gossip about Cody. About Cody? Cody yeah, did I tell you this? My new friend of a new friend of mine, actually, I won't name my source, knows Cody Calafiore. Okay. And she's been in a room with him, and she said he's so boring, and all he talks about is square feet houses. Because he's like a house, he's like a room flipper or whatever. So much to do with houses. All he talks about is what square feet. Square feet of houses, like oh, this house would be like oh, hundred square feet or something. He had square feet. <laughs> So there you go. That's the goss on Cody. Cody's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even compute. We didn't need a mole to tell us that. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, Dave on, Dave on, Dave on. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? The thing with Dave on winning that was it seemed to mean so much. And it was also not just to her, but to other people as well. Yeah. Well, it didn't mean that much because she goes, hey, what are you going to what are you gonna spend the money on or what and she's like, I just wanna go home. Putting <laughs> <laughs> up with all that shit in that house. Yeah. And then and that thing when Julie said, Oh, to apply for Big Brother next year, and Ian's just like <laughs> <laughs> That was so good. That was classic. <laughs> right, the next award is the Twistos Twist Award, sponsored by Twistos. Is it COVID? no the first one is the wendy's power up necklace from big brother canada eight i remember that being shit but i can't remember what it did 
So that gave Sheldon mm. power to chop a vote mm. or spice up the POV by playing in the POV as the HOH. <laughs> that is the worst power ever. TV in the US has put a lot of shit out there. <laughs> I think, did he use it to play? I can't remember. But did we even get that far? Maybe the show was shut down before it even happened. No, I think the twist was, yeah, this season's cancelled. Go on. Um, the White Room in Big Brother Australia, which we just spoke about. Sophie, no, Kieran first. Mississippi. Kieran was in there by himself. He was going a bit crazy with the white food and the white walls and the white clothes. Um, and then he was joined by Sophie. Hmm. Who thought she was being evicted, right? Yeah. Who needs to come back? I guess Kieran also thought he was being evicted when he went into the white room, did he? Must yeah. Have been. Done. Yeah, that Did was. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm waiting to hear the others before well, I decide. Sorry. The final nominee in this category is the safety suite from Big Brother 22. Oh, that was the best because it saved my favourites. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the best. It was quite shit, really. But I like the idea that it could save favourites. But the actual best was the white room. But the result was the safety suite. I could have also put in here the bunker from Big Brother Australia. But the bunker didn't really do much apart from save Angela. Was, it was such a missed opportunity, that bunker. We've seen how a bunker works or how a bedsit works and even yeah. how a crypt works. And they really... <laughs> Fucking drop the ball there. Oh. What's your favourite? Um, I mean, the Wendy's power-up necklace, just a pure grace and style. <laughs> I seem to remember it being really ugly, although I can't picture it now. It was quite ugly. It was just like a W in a circle, and it was plastic. It looked like it came from the Wendy me- Wendy's Happy Meal. I said. <laughs> Wappy meal. <laughs> Oh dear. I can actually show you if you like what it looked like. Oh, please do. Sent a picture earlier by Alfie. Oh. (laughs) There's a message from Arissa at the top. What did it say? You can't read it on the stream. That just looks like a pumpkin. What did Arisa say? You better check in case it was private. It's a private thing. We're going to have to delete the whole video. That's great. Um, No, it's fine. That's fine. Okay, good. Uh She's like, all Big Brother fans are fucking idiots. (laughs) 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 Especially BB on Blast listeners. They're the worst. (laughs) Girls, don't just start texting. You know, texting her back because. What's she yeah. saying? What's she saying? She's. Well, no, well leave it. We'll later. Okay. Uh, Spoiler alert. Now, my winner is that um, in that one is the white room. I think it was really well of done. Of course. White room never really fails. It's always a good twist. It's part of our heritage, On our BB heritage. On Mississippi to Mississippi. Correct. Uh, okay, the next award is for the. <laughs> is the Robbed Queen Award for Outstanding Contribution from an Early Boot. Oh, yes. And the nominees are <laughs> Min Lee from BB Can 8. Yeah. Janelle from BB 22. 
Angela Clancy from Big Brother Australia. Yeah. And then very early boot, Laura from Big Brother Australia. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, they're all good. They're all people I would have liked to see go on and win. Sad thing about Laura was we didn't get to see anything of Laura. There was just no time with the edit and everything. Like Laura could have been a complete bitch for all we know, but still might have been better TV than people we quite remember. Yeah, like Sarah. Yeah. Um, Shame. I want to say Janelle, but Janelle's had her chance four times over. Uh, I'll say, who is the third one? That, do you want me to remind you who they are? Minley. Minley. Janelle. Janelle. Angela. Laura. Angela got her chance. She went back in. I'd say Minley. Yeah, I think Minley's a good, a worthy winner for that one because she had mm-hmm. a lot of potential. And also, do you remember? She was on the block and we were worried for her, but she survived that eviction. Mm. Didn't she do some strategy? I feel like she did. Probably. I think did some shit staring, I think. Another thing I was trying to remember, she was definitely talking some smack about people in the, uh, in the early days that we were like, you don't do that, it's a bad game. No doubt. In the black and white room. I like the black and white room. What was the black and white room? Is it bedroom? It's like all comic strips on the wall, so it's like a negative of the other room that was all oh, colours. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to the next award. It's Comp Beast of the Year Award. The first nominee is Sheldon from BB Can Apes. Hmm. Angela from BB Australia. Oh. Mm. Chad from Big Brother Australia. <laughs> and Enzo from BB22. <laughs> the meow meow. Um, it's got to be Angela for her moment. Her several moments, actually. Hanging on. Hanging on. Yeah. Using her lip gloss. The one in the, um, the one in the rain where they were holding the water. Yeah. That was kind of epic. It really looked amazing. That felt like a universal Big Brother moment for the ages. Yeah. It reminded <laughs> me of, and I hate to throw back to it, but it was, I don't know if I said it at the time, but there was a London 2012 uh, um, race, I think it was under 20, yeah, it was under 2012, and Usain Bolt like, set a new world record, and it was raining, and it was really dramatic. <laughs> that, it was like, wow, this is a, <laughs> a groundbreaking moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, but for gay people. I mean, Sheldon won back-to-back HOHs, which was the unique part about his... I know, but he wasn't in... Well, not his fault, but he wasn't in there long enough. Mm-hmm. Enzo on that last uh, competition with the strategy of uh, what was the chess thing? <laughs> oh, that thing. He did fuck He just, like, kept out of it. Cody won about 15 times more competition. Enzo. He did, but would you do you want to put Cody in instead of Enzo? We can cross Enzo off the list. No, <laughs> no, fuck Cody. Keep Enzo in. Um, Angela, yeah. Angela, because Angela, you would never have expected to pull off what she did in those competitions. No, because she doesn't look physically fit. Like, she, not that she looks big or anything, but she just looks like normal, doesn't she? And also, she acts like a princess, so you don't think. Mm. So. That is going to be able to balance on tiny little pegs with her feet yeah. into for so long. But she just she's a secret. Out. She's a secret strong person. She I think that place in her mind. She said, didn't she? Mm-hmm. And then the other housemates were scared of that. When Angela goes to that place, mm-hmm. like she's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Which brings us, brings us on to from competition wins to gaming disasters. 
the worst game move of the year award. Oh, okay. And the nominations are... No, the nominees are, not the nominations. It's different in, this, in our world. Marissa, for not joining Angela's alliance with Dan and Matt in Big Brother Australia. Okay, no. Janelle and Kesa for playing both of their safety suite cards too soon. That was dumb, yeah. And Subong for coming in and balancing on one finger. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that all of them? Yeah, yeah that one. That one. What, Subong? Yeah, that was a ridiculous. I'm going to win everything. I'm going to show them how strong I am. Okay. I'm, check out my ripped body. Let me see how many pull-ups I can do. Yeah. Like, I'm like 40 odd and I can do 10 cartwheels. Like, okay. <laughs> but having said that, I do think that Janelle and Case are really fucked up. I heard a reason for that, actually. Apparently, if um, it was if only one person got it, there could be a chance that no one got it. No, hold on, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> There was some re- there was some reason I can't remember, but there was a reason. But yeah, it was far too far reason from ever fathom. <laughs> it was it was something that I've forgotten. Oh dear, six hours of that I listened to. I didn't retain a single fucking thing. <laughs> uh, that was on um, Ian's the podcast with Ian. Yeah. Um, also, I do think that I was really disappointed in Marissa for not trusting Angela in the, the situation where they could have fake, falsely aligned themselves with Dan and Matt to take themselves further. I do agree with you, but I don't really think it would have made much difference in the long run. Fair enough. They were going to screw them either way. Um, now, we're coming down to the last few awards. Let's do down to the wire. Uh, <laughs> what? Not BB on Blast. We we're going to do a crossover with um, Judy Girl. As usual, we didn't bother to fucking do it. Yeah, I was talking to James about it. What are you looking at? We will do it. I'm just lining up my clips for the next I want to do it, but we never yet get on to doing it. If we don't get locked down, we're not going to um, I'm going to play a clip before I go into the next category, actually. Judy Girl, if you're listening to this, don't take the as completely. We don't want to do it. We do. You really cut out then, but I think you said, like, don't take He's me. concentrating. Yeah, I'm concentrating. Of course I want to do the Julie Girl crossover. We've been talking about it for years. The Julie Blast. Julie Girl and Blast, I think. <laughs> um, the Blast Girl. Okay, I'm going to tell you what the next category is. Go it's on, then. Best cameo appearance. And Neil gonna... Patrick Harris in season seven of BBUS. <laughs> no, Shania Twain. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jedward. Didn't Jedward come in and do a performance once? Did Maybe. they? Oh, yeah, they did on the back line. And someone was like, what the fuck is this? I think it was actually, I think it was Gary Beauty. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> was it Gary Beauty? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I thought it was BB11. Maybe. 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 Yeah, it might. I might have completely made that up. But if it was Gary Beauty, that would have been good. I'm sure they have like face man outfits and they took their helmet. That off. was it, yeah, on a little stage in the back garden. Oh no, that was the actual season they were in, I think. They just come in like late and did that, maybe. Because they come in twice, they've been in two seasons, haven't they? Yes, appearance, but they've been in two, yeah. Mm. Um, 
the nominees in the best cat uh, in the best cameo are and here's a clip to introduce this one see if you recall this cameo Stubbing their toe at first. <laughs> I mean, the audio alone, it sounded a little bit sexual, actually. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, the second nominee is Chris's mum as the Wendy's woman. Oh, no clip of that. It doesn't work on audio only, that really, does it? Uh, not really, no. Um, we should paste that again just for story. We love that. I'd like to watch it again. Am I, I'm I want to sort of compile my own TV highlights of the year and just watch all the things on YouTube that were good from BB. Oh, I know what this is. Who's that? Uh, that big nose's girlfriend. Dan's girlfriend, Anna. Yeah. For being on a massive screen. And Alfie said that reminds him of the Rita Ora EE advert because she's so big. Rita Ora, the rule breaker. Oh, yeah, she had a birthday party, a legal birthday party. I would never do anything like that. And the final nominee is Dr. Will as Big Brother's next-door neighbour. Oh, God, that was appalling. (laughs) Who are you liking out of those cameo appearances? Mm. Well, it's got to be Dr. Will, but what they did with him was just shit. It was just fucking rubbish. The last guy for Jackson. (laughs) Jackson the poodle. (laughs) Dr. Will will win online, though. I think Dr. Will should be the winner just because he has an entirely different face to what he used to have. <laughs> it's like just, a it's, yeah, I just don't know why they did him like that. The psychedelic salamander got more airtime than he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the winner's no, the winner's the poodle, Jackson the poodle. Uh, yeah. The next award is the Nomance of the Year Award. And the nominees are Dan and Matt in Big Brother Australia. Mm. Sheldon and Brooke in Big Brother Canada 8. Kesa and Janelle. <laughs> and Hannah and Kieran in Big Brother Australia. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I think Sheldon and Brooke, just because they were trying to push it so hard, and it was like, oh, it was so embarrassing. Your audio went bad then. But oh, Sheldon and Brooke just were trying to push it so hard and it just got embarrassing. Oh, the producers tried to push it so hard. Yeah, right? like letting them leave together at the end. What do you think? Um, for the moments of the year, yeah, if we look at like, if we break down the title of what this category is, there was nothing between Sheldon and Brooke. No. But, uh, Brooke wanted it. I think Brooke wanted I it. Don't, I don't blame her. I don't blame her either, but I <laughs> interested um and you know there's speculation as to why he wasn't interested we won't go into that oh, yeah i forgot about that but i do you know what just as i was thinking of him i was thinking has he come out yet 
Jeez, you really cut out then. I couldn't hear. The, I got I missed the punchline. What are you? What is happening? Have we got an issue? No, it's just Skype. Oh, uh, I was thinking. I as you mentioned his name, I was thinking, has he come out yet? Oh, uh, honestly, that's what went through my head. I, no. I don't think it'll be long. Not that I'm aware of. Um, no. Yeah, I think that. Um, by the, the producers by leaving them in last I think they were really pu- I think even they were pushing for that kiss which never came yeah you can kiss me so <laughs> I'm gonna say that those two what about, I, Hannah, what about Hannah and Kieran I'm so surprised that they never showed that because that's interesting yeah why didn't they I mean we were how many little sort of you know chubby kids tasty little kids like Kieran would love to see Kieran get off with this sexy girl. They'd be yeah. living for it. Yeah, I just I want to know more about that actually. I wonder if that's ever been spoken about somewhere. Yeah, I think it has. I know Hannah spoke about it on podcasts and stuff. That's a weird one. Hmm. Oh, it's the final award. Well, oh my god. Almost the final award. It's ding, the ding, ding. The worst handling of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are Big Brother, Brother Calendar 8 for shutting down their entire production and ending the game early. Mm-hmm. Big Brother Australia for the Big Brother shutdown and pausing the game. Right. And Big Brother 22 for making the housemates wear masks and sit 20 feet away from Julie, even though Julie is the one posing a risk <laughs> to them. That one. Because <laughs> BB Canada had no choice about what they did. BB Australia, they at least made an interesting sort of preview section about it, even if they fucked, fucked it up for the main show. Yeah, I've got a clip of uh, the Big Brother Australia. Yeah, go uh, on. Down. A Big Brother crew member has been exposed to a person who has tested positive for COVID-19. The decision has been made to pause the game. While they've been cut off from the world, the world outside has changed. Guys, there's something going on. No cameras out the back. We should have played this at the start. Anywhere. Hello. Housemates. The house will be placed in lockdown and the game will be suspended. However, the rigged cameras in the house will still be able to record. Is anyone operating this? What happens next is unforgettable. I thought he was going to say up to you. Big Brother (laughs) shutdowns. I mean, I can't remember what happened next. So unforgettable is thing. It was so boring. They like spent five minutes on it and then it was over. The thing is, it was built up to be like a horror film, and it was really packaged very well. Mm. To be honest, like it was interesting the way they did it. Like they basically carried on running production with the minimal content they possibly could because remote mm. cameras don't need people in the house. So. I think that's really good. I think that's the best handling they could have done, given they had a contact within their crew with COVID. Yeah. Like the alternative could have been shutting down Big Brother Australia as well. Mm. Yeah, and it was no, interesting. 
it was interesting to watch the housemates work out that Big Brother wasn't around anymore. Why they didn't actually tell them, I'm quite surprised. Maybe they just, just thought it was better TV. Didn't they tell them about it later and then they had to re-record it or something? Didn't they fuck up and had to re-record it or something? Uh, they did forget to record the first eviction, didn't they? But I don't know. Yeah, there was. I swear they had to. Oh, do you remember they called them to the diary room to tell them it was getting worse? Yeah. And um, then they, I think they had to re-record it or something. I've got that about them breaking COVID news. Do you want to hear that or not? Yeah, sure. Why not? What have you got for us today, big boy? As you know, the coronavirus has been intensifying around the world. I forgot about Big Brother's voice. Now things coronavirus. Here in Australia. Cases. Yeah, cases. The coronavirus is here in Australia. Australia has risen to over 1,000. Wow. 1,000? Fucking hell. 1,000 and they're shocked at this point. 250 people died yesterday in, in, in the UK. Jesus. Awesome. That's in Australia? Yeah. In Europe, there are now over 30,000 cases. Wow. Oh. What about the uh, US? How, how they go with their laws and stuff? They're fucked. New York are in complete lockdown. You know why Chad was asking that? Because he works there. Oh, for his international modelling career. I'm trying, like, what a selfish question. <laughs> wow. has been made aware that a crew member has come into contact with a confirmed coronavirus case. Oh, no. Currently, they are being tested for the virus, but are showing no symptoms themselves. As a precaution, the Big Brother house will be placed in lockdown, and the game will be suspended. Oh, my God. Until Big Brother gets the test results back. <laughs> wow. In these extraordinary times, Big Brother will allow you a phone call home. Wow. Oh, Not a pure game. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to relive the breaking of the news in Canada as well? Yeah, I would actually, because it kind of makes you realise how, I was going to say how far we've come, but I thought we've regressed. In terms of case numbers here now, yeah. I suppose we have, but... Um, I also think if you think about how we thought about coronavirus back then and how we feel about it now, we're more used to it. We're well, I thought it would be over soon back then. <laughs> yeah, we all thought a few months we'll be fine. But now it's a part of life, isn't it? A few fucking weeks, they told us at the start. Wow. Yeah, and then six months off work we had, both of us. Mm, that was good. That was great. Yeah, now you got back in time. Now I'm stressed as like hell. (laughs) This is how Big Brother Canada revealed it to the housemates. House guests, please come to the living room. Stern. The living room. Oh, that was so nice. House guests. I have some news to give you guys from the outside world. Oh, no, no. Before you guys entered sequester, there was a virus in China called the coronavirus. Or in more China. accurately now, COVID-19. Since you guys have been sequestered with us, the virus has continued to spread worldwide. Wow, okay. 
The World Health Organization declared this a pandemic on March 11th. We're following all recommendations laid out by the Canadian government. We've contacted all of your caretakers directly just to check in on them and see how they're doing. Caretakers. Yeah, what the fuck? As you guys know, the virus started in China, but now it has oh. spread throughout the world. At Why this then? time, the cases are in China, Italy, and Iran. I have a lot of yeah, family. Ask my mom, make sure everyone's okay there. Everyone's mm -hmm. answer has been that everyone is healthy. Okay. <laughs> my parents are supposed to be in Italy. Oh, what is that? True. Oh. Your parents canceled their trip. Thank you. Yeah, sorry guys, my kids are sick. I'm out of here fast, and you can even. Oh, Who was that? That idiot. They feel they need us in any way. Then that's more. Sorry, oh, no problem. Is there any possibility that? and the have dots fucking hell it's quite it's got quite sobering listening to that still don't you think if you're in the Big Brother house and all that's going on. It, 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 Go on. 
uh, Ian was saying on that podcast yeah. that going in there, it felt like an escape from it. He said it felt like you could go back into Big Brother and it'd be like a fantasy world and it wasn't happening. And he said, well, he was in there. He just didn't really think about it at all. That's actually really interesting because those housemates went in. Knowing. But they knew, yeah. obviously, they'd all been tested and all the crew members were being tested regularly as well. So you probably mm. felt a lot safer. I think mm. when the Australian housemates found out someone in the crew had come in contact with the yeah. virus. You must think, shit, if that gets into the house, we're fucked. Yeah. And but it, going back to your original award, yeah. the thing with the masks and all that was just, oh, my God, that thing just shot out into the air. My Santa <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> shot out of my butt. Um, the thing with the masks and everything was just absolutely ludicrous. It really was. So are you saying that that is the worst handling? It is, but do you know what? i got to hand it to them. I think the way they did that finale was actually very good. Well, you didn't, you the finale. Oh, yeah. You didn't even notice that they weren't out there with Julie. No. Probably because you were fucking looking at your phone at the time. But I the corridor, though, with the lights. I, I remember it well. In fact, I hope there's an award for that later. <laughs> the way they did that was very clever. And I, I give a to that. But the whole interviewing thing was just pathetic. So, who are we saying is the worst handling of the pandemic? BB22 for me. Too. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's regrettable that BB Can 8 had to shut down entirely, but also. Not their fault, though. I think it was the government that said the TV production had to shut down, so they didn't have yeah, a choice. It w- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the last re- award, apart from a special recognition award for the out- an outstanding contribution oh. to, to internet culture. And the winner of this award, it can only be... Dave Vaughan. Huh? Dave Vaughan. Um, <laughs> it can only be awarded by the playing of the clip. Go it's on. A clip that is recycled across Twitter daily. It's massive amongst the gays. And hey. It deserves recognition. Here you go. Okay, okay. Hey, what is this behaviour? I'm sorry, I kicked it by mistake. You can't kick it by mistake. Then pick it up if it bothers no, you. No, it you will pick it up. You don't tell me what to do. I can't tell you what you to do. You do not no, tell me what to do. Husband, you do not happen. tell me what to do. Or what? Are you going to hit me? Do you want it? I don't want you're it. asking for it. You're dying for it. Oh Get my God. Back. Got it? It had to be Pooja. Was that this year? No, it wasn't this year. It's actually from, and I've, I've researched this, because I feel like Fuji was really only like blown up in the last year or two, the last couple of years. That clip was actually from 2011 from Big Boss 5. And I think I... like it just amazes me how a production like Big Boss India, which doesn't really probably, okay, probably does travel outside of India. Yeah. Language constraints, it can only be enjoyed by a certain audience. How someone on the internet found that, and like shared it and it went kind of viral and you've got people doing covers on TikTok, like <laughs> people singing it, like uh-huh. it kind of really blew up and everyone, if you say Pooja, people mostly know what you're talking about. I would say in my circles anyway, mm-hmm. a Twitter account that I found recently called Pooja's Broomstick. And I think you... Yeah, yeah, I was looking at that as well. That was another person who said, I don't know about 
So they didn't know about the pod? They were like, I've not heard this pod, but I already know it's going to be good. Yeah. Shout well, out to shout, you. Shout out to, <laughs> to the broomstick and to Pooja herself. Um, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, cleaning Vivi UK. <laughs> not to harp on it. Yeah. It would just be so ripe for this fucking, the way social media is at the moment. Like, I still see people tweeting fucking Gemma Collins gifts and Nicola McLean and Kim Woodburn constantly. Nina McCall, you want another, do you want another one? Yeah. He's always getting mentioned lately. And also with lockdown, I saw Shane, did you see the tweet from Shane reaction? He said, yeah. Uh, what is it? Like tier five is when Davina comes to your house and tells you you've got to vote someone out of your bubble. <laughs> And that had loads of retweets. Yeah. Why they're not doing... I just don't know why Big Brother is not back on the screens already. I just don't get it. And then also, if you think about um, Big Brother UK people that are, like, on the TV now, Alison Hammond is becoming a main presenter on This Morning alongside... Mm. They're, like, Big Brother heritage, and it's, like... Mm. People obviously want to watch those people. Don't you think This Morning's a bit of a come-down for Dermot? It's a bit what with Dermot? A bit of a come down. For Dermot? Yeah. Seems a, a seems a strange place for him to want to be on TV, but fair I, enough. I just think it it don't suit him. Yeah, no, because he doesn't care about like I don't know summer dresses from. I know, and every time I see him on there, he looks bored as fuck. <laughs> he does. He looks like he's like rather be in bed. I just think it's weird. But I don't know. The thing is, Eamon Holmes is bored as fuck as well. Yeah. I like Eamon. I know he's a twat, but... Anyway, uh, as any award show does at the end of the awards, I think it's at the end, you have to remember the people that you've lost in the year that's gone by, right? Oh. So we um, give recognition to the fact that Jackie Stallone, Celebrity Big Brother Legend, oh. and then more recently we lost Heavy D. Oh, yeah. What happened there? What did he die of? Do we know? I think it was a suspected heart attack. I don't know what the what the final result was but did heavy, his heart go, did his heart go big? <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> i'm sorry that my friends is the end of the award section let's just do, oh let's do a that bit. was really good well done award music No, no expense spared on the production. No. So what's next? There I'm, on the, I'm on the edge of my seat. There is a final little thing. Hmm. Let me just go to... Uh, final thing? We ain't done yet, are we? No, there's, well, there's like a kind of exclusive special thing. So... Christmas is famous for what, Lindsay, in the UK? What happens traditionally on Christmas Day? Uh, turkey. <laughs> yeah. Present. Something, on, something on the TV. Jesus. Oh, the Queen's Speech. Queen's Speech. Now, no Christmas Bibi and Blast would be complete without a mention, well, a few words from the Queen of Big Brother herself, right? Yay! Let's cross over. Live. Can you share it? Live from Canada to... Arissa Cox. Ready? I'm ready. Let's listen. Hello, 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 Gaz and Linz 
and your lovely listeners. I miss you guys so much. Uh, this is a hello from across the pond um, in Ottawa, the capital of Canada, where I now live. Um, just wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever your denomination should be. Happy that. And goodbye, 2020. Uh, can't wait to see you, 2021. Um, all the love in the world. One day we will fulfill our dream of getting together again for cocktails. I don't care what country we're in. Love you lots. Take care. Bye. Uh, I can't see. I couldn't see her though. Can you post it later? It's not a video. It's a WhatsApp message. Oh, it was a voicemail. Yeah. I want to see her. Yeah, me too. That's what I said and when I spoke to her. And I was like, God, remember when we went out for cocktails? Like, that just seems... Wasn't that like two years ago, at least? Two years, yeah, because Cameron won two years ago, so, yeah. What happened to Cameron? <laughs> Cameron hasn't got back to us yet. <laughs> <laughs> we you, can, you might as well say, because he's probably not going to get back to us. He was going to come on tonight, Cameron but he stood us up. Well, no, he agreed to come on, but I don't think he thought that perhaps he picked up the message too late. Um, but he messaged me this afternoon to say he'll come on, and I got back to him, but he's not. We could always do a quick chat with him another time if he wants yeah, to. Reply. So, Cameron, we'll get you on another time, because I'm really interested to hear, like, how Cameron's doing two years after Big Brother. And I also kind of want to say to him, I sort of know how it feels now to get totally fucked on Twitter. <laughs> and I didn't really know that before. Until that actually happens to you, it's actually quite shocking. Yeah. And he must have got it bad. And I was not part of it because I didn't like at him like that. But, you know, I certainly didn't help. So I kind of want to say, yeah, that sucks. And I want to know, um, like, after Big Brother, how life has changed. Like, in, I think in many ways. And I wonder, two years down the line, how do you feel about Big Brother when... Mm when potentially it's kind of worn off. <laughs> yeah, but he is still the reigning champ of BBUK and always will be until I mean, it comes back. Hopefully not for too much longer, Cameron, sorry. Mm, I'm sure he would agree. Yeah. Um, do you want to go to emails? Yeah, we've got emails and a couple of voicemails, I think. Can you do the emails this, this uh, week? Yeah. Why? Oh, because you've been reading a lot. Yeah. Fair enough. I can play a voice message, if you'd like, from Laurie. Let me read the email up first. Okay. Um, hang on. I'm not primed like you were. Oh, who's this? Oh, Gary, Gary sent us an email. Yay. Hi, guys. Just a quick message to say I love you both, and I wish you and yours a wonderful Christmas. The highlight of the BB year for me was BB Can. Yes, it didn't last too long, but it was a wonderful cast, wonderful house, true. And the final episode is a landmark in BB history. Wonderfully done. It was emotional. Definitely my TV highlight of the year. Just wish we could have seen that amazing class play out more. But 2020 got a 2020. Much love to you both. I've had a few months from hell and you guys have been heroes to me. And I will never be able to thank you enough. Have a good one. I love you. Aww. Love you too, Gary. It's really oh, sweet. It's emotional, isn't it? <laughs> At the end of it. <laughs> God, I'm such a mess. I'm terrible. Oh, this was not too bad. Long. I can't see you because I'm crying now. God, what is wrong with me? Half a bottle of wine, I think. <sighs> right. From Lorcan. 
Hey, Lindsay and Gals. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. I know you would have preferred money or alcohol, but Christmas is a time for giving. So here's a really long email that Gaz will inevitably complain about. It's not Christmas about a family argument. It's not actually that long. Luckily, I'm not reading it. So the year is almost over. And what have we learned? Well, I know now that I didn't know in January. What I know now that I didn't know in January is that global pandemics have a direct correlation to the standard of BB seasons we get. BB Can 8 was a mess. It's not what Gary said. BBAU was only good because of Angela. I agree with that. And once she went, it was a boring pile of shit. And All, all Stars was the only season of BB I have ever given up on. This is not a good year for BB, but I'm glad we got what we did. It has to be a dud year every once in a while, and 2020 was going to be the obvious choice. Thank God we had best shows ever to keep us going. The pinnacle of 2020 TV, in my opinion. I thought about that too. About that. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. My BB year has been much better. My hold on. My BB year has been much better than just the new stuff we got. My two years plus BB binge still going strong. And this year I've been enjoying all the BB UK from BB six to BB ten. You know that's meaningless to me because I don't know the numbers. Oh, 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 hold on. He's explaining in the next sentence. Okay. In Lindsay terms, that's McCosey to halfwit. <laughs> <laughs> what I've realised is BB UK definitely did need a rest. Looking at how good it used to be and comparing it to the Channel 5 series is depressing because I always thought Channel 5 BB was great. And looking back at both of them, it really did turn to shit, lol. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Um, bring it back in 2025 to the 25th anniversary. It could be as good as it once was. All they have to do is ignore everything post 2010 and pretend it's been off air for 15 years. And the idiot general public will be none the wiser. My binge has got me some new faves and least faves. Ashleen is the best housemate of all time. Ashleen and Rex is down there with Big Jeff and Colleen Nolan. I disagree strongly with that. Uh, this leads me to my discussion topic. Who are your least favourite BB housemates of all time worldwide? Of course, the BB lowlight of the year was my... Robbery on tier two of the BB game. Fuck you, Dan. I like the fact he's still getting a dig in about that shit. But things can only get back in the new year. I'll never play that game again. And can we take the people from the cult that plays that game? All right, Lorcan. Also, just going to put out there that my one year anniversary of meeting Chloe Jetman is coming up. <laughs> so I hope the knowledge of that brings you some joy in these dark winter times. Thanks for another year of great podcast, better than actual BB or near enough every occasion, even when I forget to brace you with an email. Hopefully 2021 is better for all of us. Make your Yuletide gay, look. <laughs> so there's a few things I want to bring up from that. how you feel. Go on. Channel 5. Everyone always, this is BB on Channel 5. I was just happy to have BB. What do you think? Everyone just sat on Channel 5. What did you say after that? I was just happy to have Big Brother back. Um, of course, I was just happy to have Big Brother back, but I did struggle at times for some series, especially especially the celebrity ones, when they were doing two a year. The only one that was virtually unwatchable was Carol Kiffin, in my opinion. Fucking hell, that was terrible. That was the one, because they all just wanted to go home, and they just moaned about wanting to go home the whole time. Carol McGiff, sorry, no, it was the signal was terrible. I couldn't hear you. But then mm. I, when you said they wanted to go home, I knew you meant Carol McGiffin. Yeah, that was the horrible one. 
that was abysmal. It was just an insult to watch. But apart from that, I've enjoyed every series of Big Brother ever. Channel 5, Channel 4, I don't care. What about um, the Stephen Bear one? I thought Stephen Bear was entertaining. Like, he was a complete cunt and is even worse now. But it, he kept that show afloat, in my opinion. That's interesting, because he really made it unbearable for me. Unbearable. <laughs> and the fact that um, Big Brother let him get away with throwing a glass at a window, I will never kind of forgive Big Brother for. But what about open the door now? <laughs> I mean... In retrospect, in the remix, that's good. But in the time, at the in the moment, I just wanted him out. I didn't. You could have just had the remix and just been done with it. Well, happily, yeah. <laughs> You're right. If you think about kind of what what gets shared now, a lot of it is Channel Five, and it's like the Tiffany Pollard and the Gemma Collins stuff. People love that. So, like, it had its place. The Channel Five one. It wasn't same as channel four but it still had its come on channel five had ryland versus fucking spidey that was iconic that was good that was so fucking good there was so much like even like recent ones like i'm really convinced that was entertaining the whole man tub thing was entertaining like maybe there was that year that charlotte crosby was in it and scotty t was in it and all those sorts of Injustices, but the same year as McGiff. Oh, really? Well, enough said. Although Lauren Harris was good value that year. (laughs) The light amongst all of that crap. But if you think about it, we were spoiled to have two CBBs a year. It was like, it was brilliant. I don't care what the quality was like. (laughs) The thing is, for me, when uh, when Paul Osborne came back and they started to really work on Big Brother's image again that's when I fell fully back in love with Big Brother and it was when Sarah Hardin's series kind of changed what Celebrity Big Brother looked like. Mm. Like, I mean, what it looked like on TV, what the house looked like, it was just more like Big Brother that I wanted. Is that because we went to the house that year? That did I just think the production, they kind of wanted to bring it back to something which has had a, had a rule book and actually like had a structure, whereas Channel 5 first. For some, a rule people, book? Yeah. <laughs> you know, for quite some time, they were just, it was face-to-face face to face nominations every other week, and then it was... Four um, in, four out. We reversed it, and everyone that got a nomination is safe or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, four in, four out. <laughs> this is not... Okay, um, expect the unexpected, but like, please keep it in the format that we recognise as Big Brother. But it did bring us Mark O'Neill and his epic battle with Danny Whisker. So you gotta, you know, I think I have a different view on it because I was doing the podcast back then, and any sort of shitty, stupid thing that happened, you could just miss it, and it was entertaining. Like it's not like when BBUS is like is now. It's not that entertaining. It's not. It's not that much stuff to take the piss out of where with BBUK it was good shit and all this fucking rubbish and you could just absolutely rinse it so to me it was always entertaining but yeah the quality was nothing like it used to be it's like you know a party you've been going out with for years and years and then just the shine's worn off it was just like that (laughs) 
the thing is, uh, I obviously we know that I only came into the US Big Brother in recent years, and I can see that that's not as good of as a of a show as it used to be either. From watching the clip today of Evil Dick burning Jen with a cigarette, it felt more like a, a reality show than a competition to me. It seemed like you saw people living more than you did. Gaz, how many times have I told you to watch Old Baby US? <laughs> I know you're not getting but I'm watching. I'm still watching season nine at the moment. See, he loves he loves it so much, and I actually do feel that way about BB US. Like, yeah, the quality at BB15 was good, and now it's terrible. Whereas for BB UK, I feel like oh, I'll just take it, whatever. It's funny. Well, I would as well because. Mm. Fundamentally, it is a format that I love. So even when it's really bad, it's better than nothing. Yeah, and all these other formats that are ripping off Big Brother left, right, and centre, and they're the, not as good. That's the painful part. It's like Big Brother started it all, but now everyone's turned their back on it, and they'd rather watch rip off shows. And I'm a celebrity gets like fucking 12 million viewers. Why? <laughs> Serious. This year was the worst I've ever seen, and I've, I've, I've rarely given up on a reality show at all but I didn't even go back to watch the last few well the last week I'd say I missed the final and I didn't go back to watch it I I, I said that she was going to win yeah oh she was one of the worst if she was in that most forgettable housemates category she would have won it she was just awful just so phony in my opinion but when when Vernon was like being covered in cockroaches whatever it was I just turned to Jack and I said how is this actually entertaining? Like, how is this something that... I just don't get what's entertaining about that. I just... I do not understand that show, and I never, ever will. The thing is, when it's in Australia, I think it is more entertaining because it's more of a challenge. Mm. And obviously, I think I think it's harder to make people entertaining when they're cold. I actually do. Yeah. And I, I do think, like, given COVID and the fact they had to move that production to Wales... Production, they did a good job actually did a bloody good job exactly yeah it felt like the same show but it also wasn't quite there yeah i agree with that um i've heard a lot of this hate for rex on the chat with Lorcan, rowan and laurie don't you think rex was a good character yeah, rex was kind of tv gold he was a villain thank you i fucking loved rex he was like such a cunt he- Gordon Ramsay, he was just like so just hateable. It was great TV. Rex is a chef as well, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. And let's not forget his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I felt like because I, I feel like at the time I probably didn't like him that much, but I can appreciate him in retrospect. And he was also kind of consciously a villain. In retrospect. <laughs> When he said to that girl, I'll, I'd swap you for Scrabble, that was just, oh, he was so good. I don't get that. I would have thought Lorcan would love the campus of Rex, but yeah. no. And I think what else Rex did, which I've recently rewatched, is when they had um, tokens on the shopping list for random prizes, he like did the shopping list and he spent loads of money on tokens, like 100 tokens or something. So Big Brother had to supply all these random things, which was the clip I used for like when you go to the supermarket in lockdown. Ah, cool. I like, yeah, I love shit like that. I don't get that. I asked him, what did you get on the shopping list? He was like, yeah, got that, got that, got that, got that, got that. <laughs> saying yes, is that no? 
it's like 500 bananas. So, what, hold on, what did he ask us? Oh. You might have to discuss your worst housemates because I need to know now. That was it, hold on. What was the question? Oh, Gaz, you're coming too close. Can I bob out for a week? Yeah, go on, I'll do it. I thought Gaz was going to get off of us then. It was <laughs> Gaz just disappearing into the ether there. I just turn the thing away from me when I'm uh, off for a week, off for a while. Right, this leads me to my discussion topic. Who are your least favourite BB housemates of all time worldwide? See, I've seen quite a lot of them. Like, BB, yeah. Kathy was one of the worst, but in retrospect, Kathy was fucking brilliant. I've changed my opinion on quite a lot of people actually. I mean, Maggie was awful. She wasn't even entertaining. Um, there's a lot of people who just have a call like Cowboy. Her Cowboy is on Catfish. I need to watch that one. Um, who else is shit? There's so many. There's just so many just boring, boring people like. My people like Cody, Derek, just like anyone who just stifles the game. Um, UK-wise, oh, Carol. Anyone who dominates Carol, Vinnie Jones. No, Vinnie Jones is a good one. Pauline. I really hated uh, Lisa. I think that's the one that Walker's watching at the moment. Um, although she does have a good moment. <laughs> I won't say what. Um, who else? Who else? I'm just saying I hate, hated Lisa from uh, with the mohawk. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I didn't like her or David. No, don't spoil that series because Lucan's watching it. Okay. Who do we hate? Um, oh, I know who I really hated. Faye and her sister. They were just the worst. I liked them, actually. Oh, they were awful. She was the most miserable cow on the fucking planet. Oh, I know who else. Jackie fucking Travers. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, but the fact she was in there with her daughter, I think that's... Oh. Ryland trying to push her as being entertaining was so annoying. Um, I really didn't like um, Sam from BB- BB6, the one who masturbated in the box. <laughs> I don't know what the point of was. She didn't have much personality, did she? No. <laughs> do you know i used to hate like the, the straight men that wouldn't do anything like i mean i think you probably would think differently but i really didn't, didn't like spencer oh yeah i didn't like him either well i fancied him but he was just miserable um and then like andy from big brother one the guy that kissed oh, yeah like, didn't he get evicted first or second yeah he gets melt i think Mm. Yeah, it's like the boring, bland jocks are like the worst, aren't they? Like that Chris guy who was in Rex's season with Chris with a K, the mighty douche we used to call him. Curly hair, curly hair. Oh. He like worked in All Saints. He was just like the worst person on the planet. In what? Um, Whose season? In uh, the season with Rex in. I think. Hold on, he could be in the. No, he was in with Rex. He was season. Yeah, because he was getting off with Princess Manky Teeth, we used to call her. I can't remember what her name was. <laughs> <laughs> Not very helpful. Yeah, but everybody's like sort of sat there entitled and good looking. I mean the worst celebrity ones are like anyone off Geordie Shaw, that Chloe Ferry, all those fucking people getting a bit. 
Santa? Yeah. Although that was entertaining. <laughs> and I'm going to alienate a lot of our fans here. Gemma Collins is one of the worst people of all time. Let's be real. Uh, the fact that you're going to Big Brother and don't... Oh. Ask. You froze then. Go on. So the fact that you go into Big Brother and refuse to take part in tasks is unforgivable. You're also getting paid to be there as a celebrity. I'm not doing it, Big Brother. I'm not doing it. I don't want to play any more games. (laughs) I mean, there's so many worst housemates. It's hard to know. Oh, I got one for you. Jim Davidson. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Jimbo. For looking after my daughter. Proud of you. (laughs) So proud of you. Um, There's so many. It's just, I'm literally going all night. Let's think civilian series who else is just awful we just oh in the later years that guy that won it on channel five. Oh, careful is that they don't don't spoil if it's who is it i'm trying to think who it is channel five um, oh. don't say who it is i mean an older guy that's like a bit rough oh did he win it not not that <laughs> Oh, from not the one from Chanel's series. Remember that that fucking. Oh, I know who you mean. I know exactly who you mean. Yeah, that. I know who you mean. That old. In with Chelsea Singh. And guy, yeah, with Chelsea. I don't know why we're scared about it because we've already ruined it. (laughs) Yeah, the one, the one, the winner was the one in with Chelsea Singh. Yeah. Yeah, that cunt. Yeah, he was awful. What the fuck did he win it? I think it was power move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then everyone was everyone was so shocked about that as if like Letitia was a fucking people's princess. Like what? I know. All she had was her trousers splitting on foot. Yeah. Um <laughs> that no, that I'm talking about in Chanel, you know Chanel and Ra- Ra- uh, Rafe series? Rafe or Raf? Raf and Chanel, you know? Oh yeah. Love and Harmony that year. That, yeah. That bloody old guy who looked like Davros out of Doctor Who. He was like tanned, wrinkled up from all the smoking he'd done, bald head. Perhaps, what he, was, fuck is that? perhaps he was like Greek, Greek Cypriot or something, maybe. He was I just can, an asshole. I cannot hear him at all. <laughs> wow. Fuck it out. Oh, God. Who else is Um... There's just so there's just so many. Anyone who's just boring, anyone who's just sitting there coasting, it's just like, wow. Oh, you're showing me. I'm gonna try, but I can't remember his name. So, you know the <laughs> album. Are you gonna try that? Are you gonna Google him? Old Stavros guy from VV. Stavros, not Stavros. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that thing. I don't know about this chubby entertainment. <laughs> well, I do, but not that one. This one is here, pictured here. Next to Lowton. Lowton? Hold on, I can't see it. Oh! That one. You look like that Nicola from BB1 there. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see him. (laughs) I'm having a laugh, Darren. I'm an L A U G. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, vaguely, vaguely. I can't see his. I want to see his face. I want to remember who. Huh? 
Uh, I'm looking at the list of names. Joe. 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 Yeah, Joe. Big brother. Jack and Joe, they were bad housemates. Oh, we've been funny with me. Actually, they gave us that. that was funny. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, sunshine. Looks like. Oh God, I do not remember that guy at all. What the fuck? Wait, wait. What? A bald Chelsea thing. <laughs> I have no recollection of that person whatsoever. It's bad. Who was that? Uh, well, how long was he in for? Five days or something. Miserable fucking fifty odd, fifty six. He was. How long was he for? Um, let's have a look. Uh, to week six, apparently. What the fuck? I do not remember that. Yeah, maybe Lorcan was right about those Channel Five days. I take it back. The tricks. The tricks. <laughs> okay, you got some voicemails. Voicemails. Yeah, because I could literally name people I don't like in Big Brother for about three or four years. Be a podcast, right? Um, let me go back and find it. The first one. Of the, one of the worst people in BB US in recent history, Casey. I mean, oh god, what that... a waste of space. Just go, Angela. Just go. Uh, just so many bad people. Just, just go. Why are you? Why have you been cast? That other one, the one Safari girl. Yeah, Holly Jackson, Jack. Every single person on that cast, just get the fuck out of it. Nicole Franzel, go five fucking times later. Stop. I'll never play Big Brother again. Thank fuck. Go away. Anyway, we interrupt this rant from. Uh... <laughs> A review of the year from Laurie. Let's see. Yes. I don't think there's a review of the year. Let's listen. I'll be firing up my laptop to type up something, or maybe this will just suffice. What I'm looking forward to most is Orissa and what the just new version of Canada Big Brother is going to look like and feel like and sound like. Um, I think 2021 is and has been a long time coming, and I'm just looking forward to that. Um, if Celebrity Big Brother happens here, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Is it? And, uh, CBS looks like they're finally going to get their shit together and uh, figure mm-hmm. out a way to cast better and more diverse people, and I'm looking forward to that. And um, let's see what else. Oh, all the podcasts that will be happening because of you two viewing all that I just talked about. So thank you. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, please let the new year be a better one. And stay safe, everyone. Wear a mask. Love you, Laurie. Thanks for doing a public service announcement. <laughs> In America, you got to tell them there's a lot of mask, anti-mask protests going on. Oh, God. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. You've had that as well. In London, anti-maskers. Have I? We've had anti-mask protests. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. Um, I, I, I would like a new celebrity Big Brother USA. Next I know. Is that an actual thing or is that just a pipe dream? I think there's been rumours, but I don't know mm. if it's been confirmed at all yet. Um, yeah, so Big Brother Canada is going to be 
people of colour. And BBUS have announced they're going to be that as well. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Laurie was talking about. It's from America, that's quite a mm. change. Like, I mean, Canada committing to it, like it makes sense for Canada to pioneer that. Okay, Canada actually had more issues last series than you we would have expected from Canada, I think. But mm. like, they've been really good at casting quite a diverse cast anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah. So like, I, say that it's not really a surprise to me, but for America to say it, like, okay, now we're really making some changes here. I still think, and this is very pessimistic of me, but even if it's half and half, I still think the white people will be in the power position and be the the in crowd and it will just I still just feel like it will just be the same old thing I just dread it in my heart that it will just be the same old thing yeah um I don't know I'm interested to watch it and see what happens but what I, I really want to see is like people club together by race that's the thing you're gonna join together theoretically with people who you have something in common with yeah true it is it's difficult to say but yeah, are you just going to join together for the same race? I mean, people do, though. Look at what happened in BB22. And Big Brother <laughs> as well, remember? But everyone white was evicted very swiftly at the start of that series, including Alan, who didn't even get mentioned in the awards. <laughs> oh, shout out, Alan. <laughs> Hopefully, the people of colour in Canada and America wise up evict these white male comp beasts. Yeah. Quick. Hmm. But hopefully there's some equivalent players who are not white who can... Yeah, well, I was thinking, if I think of, like, people of colour who are, like, mega comp beasts, I think of people like Sheldon, like Gary, like, people who are just, like, kicking us and also good TV as well. That's what we need. Gary was a comp beast, wasn't he? I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, he was really good. I, I'm going to watch that season again with... I just need to... Make him not think it's season one, so because he knows what happens at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I could just, could I just say it's season two? You can say whatever you want to, Jack. I could try, I could try couldn't I? Try. <laughs> what else have we got? Ah, uh, we've got a message from Rowan as well. Oh. Hello. I was so excited to see that you two are doing an end-of-year podcast or year review. I don't know what you're calling it, but you know I love PV on Blast. Okay, either. So let's see. <laughs> Big Brother, what were the highlights from this year? I don't really remember anything about BB Canada. That feels like a lifetime ago. Just that they had this really gross guy with long hair who's like, ugh, I do not know how he was on TV. Um... BB Australia was incredible. I think really they found a good balance because they had those incredible like, tasks and you still had the shopping budget, but they did the um, you know nominations and voting. So it was the best of both worlds. I really enjoyed that. Um, it went crazy fast though, like an eviction a day. And it went way downhill once Angela left, but I think that was the best BB of the year. Sorry, I had to pause it there. Don't you think that Rowan's doing that thing where, like, you, when you're a kid and you go out to a party and you come home and pretend to not be drunk? <laughs> Is she drunk? Uh, it's only like five o'clock there or something. Can we talk about, about what Rowan's saying or should we talk about it after? 
after. I'll carry on. Okay. Um, Viva 22 started great because we got Kaser back and oh, I love him. But um, damn, did it go downhill after all the fun people were evicted. Um, but they really redeemed themselves with the finale. Seeing Nicole's face just devastated when Cody cut her. Oh, I was fine with him winning once he did that. I loved it. Oh, it was glorious. Um, but you know, some of the aftermath. I did not need to see those new pictures of Christmas. Like, her abs are hot. Like, she seems, like, horrible to hug. Like, hugging, like, some sort of spiky porcupine or something. Uh, I mean, I get that she's into fitness, but, like, maybe she's too into it. I think that Memphis looks better naked than her, and that's saying something. I don't know. Have you guys seen them? No. I wish people would have seen that. Releasing new photos, not those two. I'm gonna ask her to that's it for BB. I'm still holding out hope that we're gonna get a BB celebrity coming out in the winter. I think CBS is crazy not to do it. They That'd don't be good coming up, they don't have a survivor filming, so they really should go for it. And if they do, oh my god, do I hope they get some 90 day fiance celebrities in oh. there. Maybe even like a gross person like Big Ed. Cody, Cody. Where's she gone? Oh, um, you've touched your phone, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I sent a message. Cody, we need Cody for... Darcy. Darcy and Cody. Person like Big Ed. Um, anybody. Oh, my God. Oh, Cody. Oh, Cody and his mom together. Oh, unbelievable. I would love that. Um, what else is happening? I don't know. I'm pumped for the circle. I know you guys aren't that into it, but I am. Celebrity circle, yay! I only know, like, three people, and I know them because they were on um, Celebrity Big Brother, and um, then the regular circle after that, so we should have a lot of fun early in the year. If you two would just watch that, maybe <laughs> pod about it. I think everyone would love it. I'll watch it, man. But, um, what else am I excited about? Ooh, the challenge is back, and you know who they have this year? Gabby from... Um, the I feel like she was in the last celebrity series of BB UK. Uh, she was like super boring. And she's the one who set with Dan Osborne. But she's on this now, and rumor has it she hooks up with Fessy, so should be something oh, out there. Um, I'll keep you posted. I know you don't watch that, but you should. Oh, speaking of Fessy, he's like some mastermind on the challenge now. It's so funny to see him go from like who flip to like. Stressy. Um, I don't know why anybody's listening to him. He still seems like a big dummy, but he looks cute. And um, I think that's about it. I'm so happy uh, that you guys are back, even if it's just, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a Christmas gift. Thank you and happy Christmas. I know that's how you say it over there. Happy Christmas to you both. And uh, have a great new year. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> They say Merry Christmas, don't they? Say Merry Christmas. Uh, we say both. Imagine how, imagine how stupid people are on the challenge if Fessy's the mastermind. I don't understand how that challenge thing works. Like, uh, I, I watched one and I still don't understand. No, but um, I have no idea what the format is, but how do these, like, nobody yeah. Big Brother people from U- UK Big Brother get on that show? 
Well, they could obviously no good TV when they see it and pick people up. Like they pick up Bear, they pick up Avon and shit like that. Like Abby. What would Abby be doing, Big Brother? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. So, what about the circle? Have you seen the celebrity lineup? No, not really. I think the people that she knows from Big Brother are that Sam, that posh Sam. Oh, awesome, that guy. Oh, oh Amelia, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that guy. Who else is on there from Big Brother, though? Who? No, I don't know who else is on there from Big Brother. Is that on Netflix or is that on normal TV? Channel 4. Because um, the US circle is coming back as well, which I actually watched last year. I just hate that format. It's so boring. Um... Oh, Charlotte is on there. Charlotte Crosby. Oh, God. Hell no. And, uh, Hopefully she's pretending to be someone else. Maybe she knows... Um, is that Duncan James? Oh, God. He's desperate. He came into Big Brother, didn't he, to visit Lee Ryan. He's like... To me, he's like the bisexual... Is he bisexual or gay now? He's the bisexual or gay Callum Best. He's like, you know... A ladies' man or whatever. He's gay. Oh well, he used to be bi. He used to pretend to be bisexual. Oh, well, maybe it's maybe it's bi then. Yeah, it used to be, but a lot of people, you know, go bi then they go gay, don't they? Yeah, can happen. Can happen. Lady Leash is on there. Not always though. Um, unless 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 Rowan yeah. thought that bag of chips was Lauren Harry's. Bag of chips, that is a good name. It is a good name, yeah. <laughs> um, do you do you know who uh, Divine David is? That's someone from your list of things you like. When yeah. You... No. Honestly, I looked it up, I couldn't remember who it was. There's some drag queen and he's like really funny. You should look him up on YouTube. <laughs> okay. There's like these little three minute clips of him and he's very, very funny. <laughs> the curve into your drag back then. Yeah, and you know I'm not really into drag that much, but it, I watched a bit of it. I was like, oh, yeah, I can see why I like this. You know what? Like, Dan and I saw a drag show when the, we were in a less, strict, a less strict version of lockdown. Oh, yeah, I told you this. You know. Yeah, you, wasn't someone I know there. You know it was there. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it, but I don't like Drag Race, the show, because I don't like the format of the show. It's no, not like, I don't get that show. Huh? I don't get that show. No. Um, have you heard about Slag Wars and are you going to watch it? No, I haven't heard about it, let alone going to watch it. Oh, you haven't heard about it? Tell me about it and then maybe I will. You know who the Cock Destroyers are? No. They're like, oh yeah, we're Cock Destroyers. It's like a clip that went viral. They're like two porn stars. No. Um, basically, they have a reality show called Slag Wars, The Next Destroyer. And it's like a reality show set in the English countryside with a group of I'll say diverse people. The common denominator is they like cock. <laughs> so there's like a trans woman, um, mostly gay guys, a non-binary guy, a uh, person. Shit, non-binary person. Fine, don't worry. Uh, as long as you correct yourself, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's led by these two porn stars, and it's like produced by a porn website. Okay. It's not pornographic. It's just like a silly reality show where the tasks are like taking photos around fetishes, fetishes and stuff like that. What channel is this on? It's on, 
it's on a porn, literally on a porn site, but it's on its own website called slagwars.com or something. But Lorcan, uh, okay. Lorcan got um, Laurie to watch it, so Laurie's been watching it. Oh, really? I, I must have missed this conversation. I'm you haven't heard about it. There's only four episodes as well. I think they leave me out of these conversations because they know I don't like drag that much. But it's not drag, but it is. Its production feels like Drag Race. Mm. It's not. It's not drag at all. But mm. yeah, it just has like it's obviously influenced by that style of television. But um, it's actually quite a fun reality show to watch. And it's actually um, what it shows is that these two porn stars, the Cock Destroyers, are actually really nice people. Mm. <laughs> I see. Well, that's a spoiler. <laughs> There was something else Rowan said that I wanted to talk about, but I've forgotten it. It was near the start. What did she say? On the voice message? Yeah. Um, oh, did, did she send the picture? You what? Did she send the picture? No. Okay. Doesn't. What did she say at the start? Uh, play it again, if you want. Do you mind? It's annoying, probably, for the listeners. Mind you, if you Hi. I was so excited to see that you two are doing an end-of-year podcast or year review. I don't know what you're calling it, but you know I love BB on Blast. So let's see. Big Brother, what were the highlights from this year? I don't really remember anything oh. about Canada. That feels like a lifetime ago. Just I know what I want to uh, yeah, I know what I wanted to talk about. Big Brother Australia. I feel like everyone's going on about how great Big Brother Australia is. I don't think Big Brother Australia was that great. It was by far my favourite version of the Big Brother Australia can never get into my heart like the other Big Brothers for some reason. Like, what it just doesn't emotionally connect with me like the others. Isn't what? It doesn't emotionally connect with me like the others. Is that because of the new format? I feel like it's just shallow compared to the others. Yeah, I enjoyed the format. I liked the speed of it, and I liked having the EO and the eviction and everything all in one go. But there's something about, I just can't warm to it. Although that, yeah, you're right, it must be the format. When Kim was on it, and Tully, and Drew, I fucking loved it. But that was basically UK format, wasn't it? Mm. I think for me, because it managed to be a competition, but also felt more like the social experiment that I like. Um, that's why I enjoyed it more. It wasn't, although some episodes were very much focused on competitions, it wasn't all about alliances and I don't know. It just wasn't all about the game. And I, I like, I, I like Big Brother in it. I like that voice of Big Brother. I like. <laughs> I like that. But did you feel you really got to know anyone, even Angela? Because I did it. It's all very surface level. You never hear anyone having a proper heart to heart. They, I can't imagine them talking about stuff that Kesa and Davon was talking about in BB22. It just wouldn't happen. No, I don't think so either. But um, perhaps it could have happened if Laura had stayed, who in her VT said, you know, I'm a feminist and I'm pro-black. Like, if she'd managed to stay, perhaps those conversations would have been taking place. Maybe it's about mm -hmm. lack of diversity on the cost. No, I think it's about the format. I think if she had stayed, they still wouldn't have shown it. She about. And it's also because it's not live. Yeah. Yeah, I just, there's just something about that that show I just can't 
Like, I enjoy watching it, but I could never get excited about it like I can about UK and, and US. Uh, oh, I mean, compared to UK or old Big Brother Australia, mm. it's not, it's, it doesn't have the same charm. No. But it has a certain charm that I actually really like. And you heard Dan, my boyfriend, talking about it earlier. He yeah. Even, you can quote it even so he must yeah have... and I, th- I think that's what made me think of it as well that he said it and then Rowan said it and someone else said it, I think in emails and I just think mm, I don't really feel that way about it but I know I'm biased um Gaz when are you going to start watching 90 Day Fiance that's the important question never I can't I can't even access it for a start that show is so good Rowan seems to like the characters that show is the best reality show I have seen since Big Brother. It, Temptation Island is third for me now. Night Day Fiance is just, is the perfect, the editing on that show, it never ever leaves you wanting more. It always gives you exactly what you want. Like, it, it never gives you a cliffhanger. It gives you everything you need in that one episode. And there's a lot to be said for that. Well, that's what Australia was doing. Yeah, that's true. Um, you don't have to wait. You know these shows that just keep you waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, so annoying. They don't tell you who won the comp or whatever. They start a comp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for me, I don't think it's the same type of reality show that I like. I like my reality shows to be contained in a setting, whether that's the jungle or the house or mm. the flame academy or whatever. Really? I Why? Just like that because that's that's what appeals to me. It's about putting people somewhere. And seeing how they cope with that. But isn't it about? But it's. But this is a setting in that they're couples who. And the setting is they have ninety days to get married, so they're kind of have to. That's the the restriction, you know. That's the setting. Yeah, I know, but it's just not the same. It's just not what appeals to me. Well, you're wrong, and you'll regret it one day. But luckily, when you do finally come out, you have so much fucking ninety day films to watch. It's gonna blow your mind. We shall see. Um, do we have any more emails? Oh no, I don't. Oh, I don't think so. I thought I did the email section. Uh, have you looked on Twitter in case I've got any DMs or anything? Probably not. <laughs> oh, hold on. How has he down tweeted? BBC provider Light at VM recording something special right now for you BB on Blast listening. Two hours ago, which tells you we've been going. Oh, yeah, he's probably like, wrap it up now. <laughs> oh, hold on. Johnny sent us a message. Oh, uh, yeah. You ready? Yeah. I forgot Johnny was going to. Remembered. Hi, guys. Sorry. Hey, guys. Happiest possible Christmas. This year has sucked ass. Even Big Brother was cursed. With a shitty BBAU revival, someone on my side, the super BB clan that never really was, and a lacklustre series of BBUS. I agree with all of that. Hopefully, with 2021 and the vaccine on the horizon, this year will be a return to form for BB, maybe even the return of our beloved BBUK. Keep it real, guys. All the best, Johnny. We always keep it real. Don't you think that's interesting, like, there's just such mixed feelings on the whole thing. Like, Rowan couldn't even remember BB Can. But we thought BB Can was good. Cut short and it's prime, you know. It's a mixture, isn't it? 
Well, I think I don't know, I don't know why Ryan can't remember it, but <laughs> she's drunk, probably. He was cut short in its prime. <laughs> it was going well, and we were quite invested in it as it came to an end, or in certain characters. I was invested. I enjoyed it. And also, I think for like the UK fans, we really appreciate like, well, some of us really appreciate the the level of detail in the house as well. That that house was like designed, yeah, to within an inch of its life, and to see that not live out its whole season was quite sad. It is sad, and it's sad to see, you know, a friend of ours and other people who we respect lose their job. You know, well, not lose it, but. You know, promotion, but <laughs> the on yeah, but that was not to, due to COVID. No. <laughs> so that's about it, really. That's it for the year of Big Brother. What have you got me for Christmas? Uh, <laughs> as we're not in person this year, um, nothing, and I've decided to um, donate to the BB and Blast PayPal. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of stuff rather than accumulate stuff right now because I'm actually moving house soon. Or should be. Those big brother monkeys. Oh no, I like monkeys. Huh? I like those. Good. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of those. Uh, some random stuff. Uh, just as we're this far in now, I just want to say, yeah. If you like Johnny Depp, you can just go die. <laughs> I don't think the people that like Johnny Depp are still here. <laughs> But if you do, just fuck off. <laughs> I'd finish my bottle of wine now. <laughs> just fuck how did, off. How did you like the um, awards? They were quite a good way to sort of reminisce. It was really good. How much help did Alfie give you? Um, only, well, I guess he did give me the whole category of <laughs> dodo category. He gave me oh, I like the dodo category. You should have played the dodo music over the dodo category. Um, but mostly, I came up with it pretty much myself. He just added, like, a few bits I couldn't remember. I was just like, what was that? What was that so, about? Sorry I wasn't very much help with it today. If we'd done it tomorrow, I could probably have input. Do you know what I can <laughs> say? Apart from, like, sitting and writing notes for hours and watching Big Brother, I've never put so much effort into preparation for a single podcast. <laughs> and actually, it worked out okay. It was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And hopefully, people will get involved on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I hope so. I've got to do that thread now. Oh, God. Well, you promised it now, so you have to. And also, this is two hours long, so this will be a nightmare to upload. And it'll take oh, fucking hell. Remember to download and upload and do everything oh, else. God. Hold on, I'm the one who does all that shit. I know. Well, I'm going to be doing a Twitter thread slash oh. dinner ready. Boo-hoo. Oh, have you got to have dinner? Yeah, I'm starving. I haven't had dinner oh, yet. shit. Let's wrap this up. It's half past ten. No, I'm starving. <laughs> what the fuck? I had dinner with a fork. No. Okay, let's wrap it up. Follow me on Twitter, LightUpVM. Follow me on Twitter, BB underscore Superfan. Read my book, First Aid Kit Girl, and leave it a positive review because the trolls have been leaving it negative reviews. What the fuck? I was going to say it's a good review as well. It's a good book too. It's really good. And buy it. You get it on Kindle for Christmas. Imagine giving that to someone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Follow our BB on Blast Facebook page. and. Listen to us on Spotify. We had a few people who'd had us as their top podcast on Spotify rap, didn't we? Uh, yeah. We Shout did. out to Dean. Oh, Dean donated money to us. He donated £10. 
it was mainly off the back of mine and Jack making the video. Yeah, it wasn't to us, it was to you. It was for your spin off content. I know, but I put it in the BB on Blast Coffers. Donating anyway. Um, also, about Spotify raps, what my like most played track of the year was I Want It All by Chantel. But <laughs> when I was trying to get to number one, so I played it on loop. <laughs> Says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs> um, what else can we say? Uh, send us an email to pod at gmail.com and we'll read it out when we come back for Big Brother. We don't know what, probably Australia. We we'll do a blast in the past, but the reason we don't really want to do it over Skype or anything, so we're hoping to get back together to do that. But maybe some bit of BBUS will be back and you enjoy it, you actually enjoy that one, don't you? Which one? Celebrity, Celebrity BBUS. Oh, I love Celebrity US, yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that will be the next thing we do. Who knows? Have a happy Christmas. Don't infect your granny. Just stay at home. It's only one year. Don't matter. Just get pissed. Watch EastEnders. You know, don't matter. Relax. That's what you're doing, Gaz. That's what I'm doing. Not watching EastEnders, but... I'm not watching EastEnders. Alfie will be doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got 2020. Fuck you. Hopefully 2021 isn't as shit. In 2021, we'll have a BB on Blast listeners party. Come on, let's... Uh, like a like sister speak. Me. Yeah. We'll have a part As long as it, uh, COVID's gone, we'll have a party sort of around June, July time. Everyone can come and you can come meet us and we'll get this. <laughs> but you have to use your vaccine certificate. Yeah, you have to show your uh, pass first. <laughs> like Janelle and <laughs> oh, the safety suite pass. Yeah, the safe, safety party suite. Scan in with the uh, NHS app. Do you have to press stop recording on this as well? Sorry? Do you have to press stop recording on this? You can stop it now. Also, thank you, Arissa, for um, dropping that message to us, and hopefully everyone enjoyed that. And watch out for our next catch-up, Cameron Cole. Rain. Oh, yeah, that might be a DVD extra. Be an extra. We're going to try and work on that. Perhaps it's going to be a New Year treat. Mm, that'd be good. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.